All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. We expect those around us, to be honest with us, our friends and our family, to tell us the truth, to tell us things as they are. But do we do that enough with ourselves? Do you feel like you're being honest with yourself? Today, I wanted to talk about this concept of being honest with oneself. And it's it's a topic that can get very, very deep on an emotional level. But what I wanted to discuss is my experience as a financial advisor, talking to couples or even single people about their financial situation. Now, when we talk to people about their financial situation, very rarely is it just about the money. Other things come in, like their goals, what they want to work towards, what they like, what they hate, and also the things that they want to work on personally. Now, the biggest obstacle that I see that people normally really struggle to overcome is that of understanding what their weaknesses are. So for example, I as a person understand that my weakness and something that I'm just really not good at is cooking, doing things in the kitchen. I can make the most amazing toasties. I can cook eggs to perfection, but that's literally about it. It has nothing to do with being male. I know plenty of men which are amazing chefs. Me, I'm just really bad at it. I'm not sure if it's not having enough patience, there's got to be something to it. Or maybe it's just that I haven't given it enough time to perfect that particular skill. But it's just something that I understand I'm not good at. To some people, things like mowing the lawn or doing things around the house is their weakness. And some people understand these things and know that if they do things themselves, they're going to make mistakes and stuff things up. And we've talked about this before in an episode about DIY Um, earlier in the show. I believe it was about six months ago. Now, unfortunately, there are many people that don't understand or don't accept their weaknesses. And personally, I'll put my first, I'll be the first person to put my hand up and say that sometimes I'm not honest with myself and I don't, it takes a while to actually convince myself that I'm not good at something that I've probably been trying to become really good at for a really long time. Being honest with yourself is more than just about understanding strengths and weaknesses, but it's about understanding the things that take up the most brain power and those that take up the least brain power or most energy or least energy. And understanding these things and being honest with yourself about what these things are is probably one of the most important steps for personal development, which also ties into the financial side of things. When I see clients for the first time, it's I find it very amazing that those that are already there, being from a self-awareness perspective, that understand what they're good at, what they're not good at, what they need to work on, I find that these people, they achieve their financial goals a lot faster than those that are the opposite, that feel like they're really good at everything. They don't really need advice or they don't really need somebody there. They're just there because they were told to or because it's something they 
probably feel like they should be doing. I feel like those that actually understand what they're not good at achieve their goals faster because they actually know what to work on and they know where to focus their energy and where they should main be not focusing their energy and maybe outsourcing that particular thing. For example, investing money, having somebody look at your insurances or putting together a strategy, for example, when you've been trying to do it for years and it's just literally not working. The first step that I feel one needs to do is they need to prepare what they're actually assessing to be in a position and to have the right mindset to understand, okay, I'm going to be open and honest with myself as much as possible to be prepared to look at myself in the mirror, essentially. The second thing from there is to identify the areas that are going to be self-evaluated. So for example, you don't need to sit there and look at every single part of your life and think, okay, I'm going to look at my love life. I'm going to look at money. I'm going to look at my health. I'm going to look at my friends. I'm going to look at my house. I'm going to look at all these different things, my pets, my next door neighbor. It's important to understand the areas that you want to focus on. So for example, if we're talking money, to look at that particular area initially. So that might be where money goes. Why does it go there? Where does money come from? How often does it come from this particular place? Why are things being done the way they're being done? And it's really important to be courageous and to actually feel comfortable and brutal with yourself in a way to just look at things as they are. Something else that, I mean, something that really helps with this is to set some time aside for yourself, in all honesty, um, and to essentially feel like you're talking to somebody about your life. To be, because sometimes, even personally, when I have an issue, sometimes literally just explaining it to someone gives me the answer. And I don't know how to explain it, but it's essentially you're, you're taking away your own biases or the, the, the things that you probably don't want to think about that just stay at the back of your mind. When you speak them out loud or when you focus on the situation as best as possible, sometimes things arise which never have before. Because when you sit there and assess yourself and maybe write things down, for example, it, you, you're putting it on paper, you're putting it in front of you. And the main thing is to be as specific as possible. For example, if we're talking money, one thing might be not having enough money to pay for food on a Saturday. Another one could be always being late to pay bills, always owing friends money, living pay to pay. Money is growing, savings is growing, but not, but not enough. Things like that. Essentially, the, the things that need to be worked on, the problems, and from there, when you look at these particular issues, you can then look at why they're happening. And on the flip side, it's important to write down the things that you do really well. For example, that could be saving money, finding bargains, looking at deals, evaluating different options before making a decision. All these things to actually understand what you're really good at. And it's really interesting when you look at things like this on a pen and paper, or when you, as I said, say them out loud, in a way you're giving yourself advice. From there, you'll be able to actually look at the areas that need improvement, the areas that need to be focused on. And for example, if it's, if it's money related and if it's constantly spending money, to work out, okay, what is the solution? What would I be telling a friend of mine if they had the same problem? Or what would I be telling my partner or my family member? 
and essentially taking your own advice and being honest with yourself as to what needs to happen. It's interesting how all of us, and I'm probably the first person to put my hand up and admit this, it's really interesting how it's very easy for us to give other people advice, but when it comes to giving ourselves advice, it very rarely happens. It's like that that person that tells others that they really need to exercise, but he or she hasn't exercised in about six months. And when you identify these things that need to be done, the opportunities start to arise. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a free 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au. You also start to realize what are the things that are undermining that success. And as an example, if your goal is to be fit and healthy, to feel good, to be able to keep up with the kids, to be able to keep up with your friends, to be able to keep up with your partner, you need to really look at the issues that are stopping you from doing that. Some of it might be excessive smoking or drinking. Another thing could be sleep, sleeping really late and waking up really late. Another issue could potentially be eating junk food all the time. Hence, you don't have enough energy to get up and exercise or feel good about yourself from a health perspective. So again, this comes back to being honest with yourself and understanding these things. And what are the points and or what are the factors that are going to be undermining that success? What are the roadblocks? Things that are going to be stopping you from achieving your goals. When you know these things, the other part is to actually act on them. To actually think, okay, I've worked out my strengths. I've worked out my weaknesses. I've worked out the things that I need to work on. Here they are. Where, where do they sit? What am I going to prioritize? And what am I going to be working on first? The main thing is not to give up. There is going to be plenty of times that you will give up. And to, to us, it's interesting as humans, we don't sometimes look at things as giving up. We look at things as, oh, let's just, I'll deal with that later. Yep, I get that I need to stop smoking and I need to start exercising and I need to stop eating things at night, for example, that I shouldn't be eating, like a tub of ice cream at 11.30. But I'll I'll start next week. It's like that saying, diet starts Monday. So the main thing is not to give up and not to postpone things or procrastinate. The other thing as well, and it really does help, is to talk to other people. So if we're talking money, it does help to have a financial advisor because we in a way, uh, a we're, we're a second or a third party. We are somebody that isn't emotionally vested into your situation. We're normally very experienced and trained to deal with these particular things when it comes to helping people with their money. If we're talking fitness, I would find a personal trainer or a friend that's really fit that's willing to give you their time, which isn't always easy to find, but a personal trainer is somebody that can help you with the fitness side of things. If we're talking personal, if you do have a close friend, it does help to talk to your friends about that, to ask them, how do they see you? Do they have these same issues? Talking to people about what you're working on also helps as well. Like, listen, if you'd say, look, I'm trying to work on not getting angry all the time, or I really want to work on my social skills, or I want to be more honest with other people, whatever it may be. The whole point is if, if you talk to people about it, that also helps as well because it, it doesn't just create a sounding board for your thoughts and processes, but it also provides some accountability. And accountability is so important. 
Um, having a plan is one thing, but actually having some accountability is another. A lot of people have gym membership, but until they have a friend or a personal trainer, very rarely do they go for any longer than a few weeks or a few months. Very rarely. So having a plan and having some accountability really helps. And whether that's through a professional or whether it's through a friend that you trust and know really well, it does help to have that process. And all this comes back to being honest with yourself and putting your pride aside and understanding, okay, listen, I get it. I'm not good at everything. I suck at this. I'm okay at this. I'm going to work on them. And these are the people that are going to help me. And on that note, when it comes to asking for advice or asking for help, the best advice that I can give there is never to be shy and to ask anyone you want for help. Anyone you want. The worst that's going to happen is that that person is going to say no. The best is that they're actually going to help you. And either way, I feel like if you ask somebody for help and they say yes or they say no, in a way I feel like you've won their respect. Because it takes a lot to put pride aside to be honest with oneself, to understand what they actually need to work on, what help do they need, and actually talking to somebody and saying, hey, listen, I respect you enough in your profession or in this particular area to actually ask you for help. Those that don't ask for help because they have too much pride or they don't want to inconvenience others or they don't want to waste somebody's time, I find are the ones that really struggle the most to have that personal development or that financial development. Now, there's no way in the world I'm putting my hand up and saying that I'm perfect in these areas. Um, I'm constantly reminded of things that I do wrong and bad habits that I have by my wife, um, but by myself, I notice things regularly. This is something that I'm working on, and this is something that I'll continue to work on. The message today is just to understand that to be honest with oneself, you need to be honest with yourself. So to be honest with yourself... You have to be honest with yourself and it literally means being honest with yourself. And I know I've just said the same thing three times, but it's literally talking to yourself as if you were a friend talking to a friend. Just saying, listen, these are the things that you're really not good at. A, stop doing it. Get someone else to do it for you. Or B, work on it and get somebody else to help you. Ask somebody to help you. Ask somebody to to assist you. Get some advice. And from experience, those that have this mentality will do better. Whether it's personally or financially, these people will grow compared to the others that stay close-minded, keep doing things the way they've always done it, and they keep getting the same outcome that they keep getting every time they try whatever task it may be. One last thing is that you'll find this is very, very infectious. So you'll feel it's infectious to, to yourself Once you start working on one area of your life and you actually see that it works, being honest with yourself and talking to people about it, you'll find that you'll want to work on a different area of your life. The other thing is when your friends and your family and your partner start to see this, they'll want to do the same. And the most simplest example I'll give you is exercise. When one person starts to exercise more, their partner normally realizes that. And I say normally, because obviously everyone's situation is completely different. But just from experience, when I see my wife come back from a run, I think maybe I should be doing that and vice versa. With friends, it's exactly the same thing. By you achieving your goals and working on yourself, in a way, you're inspiring others to do the same. And when I say others, it's normally those around you or those that are closest to you. 
even if it's money related. If you let your friends know that you're working on yourself financially, or even if you don't, and they just notice that you've always earned the same income, you haven't changed jobs, yet you now are saving more money, or you have a nicer car, or you've just bought a house, or you're starting to invest, or you're starting to talk about investing. That in itself will inspire people around you to want to do better financially. One of my favorite sayings ever is, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Not saying that you need to change your friends, but just highlighting the fact that those around you and what those around you achieve normally influence what you do and what you achieve. I hope today's episode has provided some food for thought and encouraged you to be honest with yourself so that you can grow and learn to be, do, and feel better. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.